Hey, welcome back to Locked On Spurs on the Locked On NBA Network. I am Jeff Garcia, your host for today. I'm a Spurs writer for Ken's Five out in San Antonio, and I'm glad to have you back. Hey, happy hump day. Hopefully, you'll be able to just see the end of your work week, get through it. Hopefully, you'll have a nice, relaxing weekend. What are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to be looking at tonight's game, Spurs-Hornets. Kind of give you a quick preview and then catch up with some Spurs news and notes, including a latest rumor regarding the Spurs and the Suns. Other than more, I'm joined by my good friend. You know him, you love him. He is Joe Garcia with Two Shots Podcast. He's also very knowledgeable now with his 3D printer. Joe, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. What is the latest in your 3D printer? I, I see you're whipping up so many things. No, you know, I'm doing good, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, I'm just getting a little bit better with the 3D printers. I got two. I call them the twins, so... I yeah. got them both working, so we're starting to crank out more and more hey, stuff. You, you must have the bucks yeah. then to afford two 3D printers. Well, it was a funny story, man, but <laughs> you know what happened. <laughs> I mean, I ordered one. It got lost Five finger discount. Five yeah, finger I mean, discount. It got lost. In the <laughs> UPS, UPS actually lost my shipment. Amazon refunded me. Then UPS paid Amazon because they lost the shipment. Amazon says if the shipment happens to show up at your doorstep, just keep it because we already got paid for it. Lo and behold, what, three weeks later, I think it was, I see a package on my doorstep and it's the printer that they lost in the mail. So oh I'm like, my well, goodness. Hey, it's mine, well, it's paid for. It's all for <laughs> you now. Now you can double the stuff. What are you making, by the way? I, I see you. I know the last time we met up, um, you gave me a, a ring, like a Darth Vader ring. That was pretty cool. There was like a, the, a Ghostbusters theme. So Thank what's you. the latest? I'm well, making wallets now that are, you know, can be sports themed, Spurs, Cowboys, whatever, you know, and, you know, you just, I just crank them out and start, you know, I'm going to start to give them away as gifts and stuff to family and friends, you know, and see what else, you know, I can crank out here. Maybe some goodies yeah, for you yeah. for Christmas, Jeff. Yeah. Well, I'm hopefully, yeah, I know we're going to run into each other again soon with the Spider-Man movie. That probably be the second time I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Hopefully but. I can get you here in the studio with some of your other you know, yeah. but here so we can have a, a good time talking sports and geeking out. Yeah, I mean, uh, we got to do that soon because my time in San Antonio is winding down already. Yep. But I'll be back. I'll be back. All right, let's go to dive into it now. Let's look at uh, tonight's game: Spurs, Hornets. Spurs get back on the court after a couple of games uh, away. Uh, Joe, you know, Hornets, young, fun, exciting team, but the Spurs seemingly are getting everybody on the same page now. Derek White is back on the scene. Murray is being Murray. Jakob Perto is playing well. Overall thoughts on tonight's matchup? Overall thoughts? I mean, on paper, the San Antonio Spurs should win this game, you know, because let's face it, the Hornets have a lot of people out right now. You know, they don't have LaMelo. He's out for, was it the NBA League's uh, health and safety protocols? Mason Pumley's out. Jalen McDaniels is out. Ish Smith is out. I mean, the Spurs, on paper, should win this game. But easier said than done because we know right now, Jeff, the Spurs, one of the things that they are is inconsistent. So yeah. I'm hoping that they can go ahead and maybe string together two wins. You know, that'd be great, you know, to mm -hmm. kind of start a, a new win streak. I mean, they just won yeah. one game. If they can go ahead and win this one, it kind of helps their you know, their chances moving up in the standings a little bit. I mean, they're still hanging around there, Jeff. So any little win helps and it gets them that much closer to 
you know, breaking even at 500, you know? Yeah. The uh, Spurs right now are currently 10 and 16 on the uh, season. And this is the first meeting uh, this season between the Spurs and Hornets. First of all, you know, this is a Hornets, which is an East team. The Spurs have been feasting on the East this season. They got a, a pretty good record versus uh, the Eastern Conference. They are five and four overall versus the Western. They're five and 12, Joe. So. They love playing against the East. Um, at home against the East, they're three and three. But Joe, uh, when you look at this Hornets team, the first thing you look at is their offense. Uh, they're currently ranked number one in the league, got at averaging about 115, 16 uh, points per game. Joe, while the Spurs average only about 108 per game, got to get it done on the defensive end, Joe. Yeah, that they do. And you know, with Derek White playing the way he's been playing. Um, they could they could go ahead and definitely do that, but it, it's going to take a full team effort. And as we've seen, you know, the thing that kind of scares me is that the Spurs can go ahead and jump out at a, an early league, maybe by 20 points. But defense, you got to play it for four full quarters. And unfortunately, what do we see? That dreaded third quarter comes up and it rears its ugly yeah, well, head. Jeff, and ugh, things yeah, get well. really ugly. This season, Joe, the Spurs are winless if they're trailing after the third period. It doesn't matter if it's home or away. They just cannot dig themselves out of a hole going into the final frame. So that's something you got to keep an eye on uh, tonight versus the Hornets. You're looking at uh, the defensive end. That's where the Hornets lack. They're dead last in the league, allowing 116 uh, points per game, while the Spurs are about the middle of the pack. Defensive team ranking 19th, allowing 108.7. There you go. I mean, this is going to be a battle of contrasting styles. You know, it begins with the Hornets, their offensive end, while the Spurs are decent on the defensive end. But, Joe, we, you, we cannot continue talking about the Hornets without mentioning LaMelo Ball. I mean, he is just playing phenomenally this season, Joe. Yeah, he is. I mean, Ball right now is currently averaging, what, 20 points? 7.7 rebounds, 8.3 assists, and 1.9 steals for the Hornets, you know? So he's playing at a high level, you know? Kelly O'Brien Jr., too, is averaging 24.1 points and 1.6 steals over the last 10 games for the Hornets. So, you know, the, the Hornets got that tandem right there with O'Bure and uh, and LaMelo Ball, you know, playing at a high level. But on the plus side, too, the Spurs, they got DeJounte playing at yeah, a high yeah. level as well. 18 points is what he's averaging. 8.4 rebounds, 8.3 assists, and two steals. And Derek White is averaging 18 points over the last 10 games for the San Antonio Spurs. And that's not a bad tandem to have as well. You know, I think that's the matchup everybody's going to be watching, like Murray versus Ball, to see how that is going to be uh, going down. It's not necessarily that, too, just defensively, the perimeter defense, because uh, you know, White is likely to see time on ball. You know, we know Murray likely will. Or Walker will probably get some time trying to slow down him. But it, it's just another example of the Spurs perimeter defense having to show up because ball not only can score, he can dish, he can drive, he can create. So he is going to be a handful. We're talking with Joe Garcia. He is with Two Shots Podcast. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. And we're discussing tonight's matchup, Spurs Hornets. You, you know, one thing for sure, Joe, is that if this game is going to be decided at the free throw line, uh, then it's a coin toss because the Spurs are nearly dead last, ranking 29th in free throw percentage at 70%, while the Hornets uh, rank 25th, making about 74% of their free throws. Joe, what's up with these free throw woes? 
It is what it is. I mean, that's the San Antonio Spurs Achilles heel this season, Jeff. They just can't hit their free throws. And it's been the difference in some of these games that they've lost by a couple of points, you know, four points, mm-hmm. five points. They would have made those free throws. It could have been a tight game going to overtime or they could have won the game by one or two points. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how instrumental the free throws are to the Spurs success moving forward. If they can go ahead and find a way to connect on these free throws, they give themselves a better chance of winning games especially when it gets really close in crunch time. I mean, that's just a given. I mean, they got Chip, one of the best in the business. I I don't know what the Spurs' woes are at this time, Jeff. I mean, maybe they need a curandera. They need some help. Maybe they need a (laughs) prayer candle, something. Coach Pop needs to break out all the tricks, and hopefully he can find something that will make this team hit their free throws. Yeah, one thing I definitely want to see tonight uh, from San Antonio is just controlling the the boards. Uh, the Spurs ranked 13th in the league at 45 uh, rebounds per game, while the Hornets only average about 43, but that puts them at 25th spot in the league. Controlling the boards, uh, you know, getting it done on defense, you know, everybody just uh, you know, at least you know making their shots because they this, this is the two teams that can definitely make them. The Spurs ranked fourth in the league in field goal percentage while the Hornets ranked ninth in field goal percentage. Uh, you know, overall, Joe, the Spurs have lost their most recent game versus the Hornets, which dates back to last season, and it was at home. But, you know, with the Spurs, you know, I know you mentioned earlier, you know, they're kind of up and down. You know, they they beat Denver, then they lose to Denver. Then, you know, they, you know, you know now they're playing the Hornets. And then, uh, you know, they, they get a win the other night. Joe, uh, is, is that what we expect more of this win, win, lose one, win, win, lose one from San Antonio as the season goes on? Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Hey, look, what are your favorite designs? Mine are Star Wars, The Office, Disney, Marvel, NBA, Pixar. Yeah, I like them all. That's why I go to Stance. Now, I love wearing their T-shirts. Soft, comfortable. You get what you want and then some over over there with Stance. Hey, look, how does soft and comfortable feel? Well, you're going to find out once you go order some new clothes over at Stance. And look. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com. Get 50% off your first purchase. Use promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of life less ordinary with Stance. The thing is, that's a big head scratcher because this team can play good at times but they just can't seem to do it consistently but now over the last you know what 10 games you have Derek White not only Derek White but Yaka Portal uh playing well as you know for the for the team and when those two players are playing at a high level they make the Spurs a lot more competitive and they can actually win games but you have to have those two players playing at such a high level to complement one DeJounte Murray and also Keldon Johnson as well um, you know, and then we have our three-point uh, specialist on the team, uh, mm-hmm. per se, which is Doug McDermott. You know, kind of opens the game up for him as well when you have all those three players playing at a high level. But if they don't play consistently, 
at a high level. Then you see two wins, two losses, mm-hmm. three losses, one win, another loss, three losses. You know, it, it's just very inconsistent. And the Spurs need to take adv- advantage of these teams that, you know, have star players out because of injury, like the Hornets. You know, then after the Hornets, what do you got to play? You play the Jazz, which are, you know, a really good team. Then again, you play the Kings, which is a, a gimme on paper. The Clippers not trending in the right direction. The Lakers, Spurs can kind of, you know, make a game of it there. But, I mean, they need to go ahead and be able to play consistent basketball. I think that's a, probably the most frustrating thing that Spurs fans have seen since the beginning of the season. And I'm sure it's frustrating for the coaching staff as well because they know that they're capable of playing a lot better than their record indicates. It's just going out there and getting it done. You know, the execution is is what we're lacking. You know, I look at this team, and by the way, you know, that being the Hornets, you know, they did lose uh, the previous game to Dallas, 120-96. to 96. They got bombed. Uh, they, they're now dropping down to 15-14. and 14. But you can't forget about the Miles Bridges, you know, one of the better players uh, for the Hornets this year. Uh, he's averaging about 20 points per game, 7.2 rebounds, and 3.5 assists. Uh, Joe, he, you know, I always thought that Miles Bridges would – Fit well with the Spurs team if they're you know with the planets aligned, but you know they got some firepower. They got Bridges, they got Gordon Hayward. You know he's averaging about 17, 18 points per game, uh, four, four assists per game. Joe, this is a team, the Hornets team, that the Spurs cannot sleep on. They have to come out and play four quarters of basketball. They do, you know. That's the thing is, can they go ahead and do that? I mean, if they can go ahead and play four full quarters, they can. On paper, they can win this game. But again, you have to anticipate a run because at some juncture, it doesn't matter. Let's say if they go up by 20 points, 23 points against this, you know, Charlotte Hornets team, they're going to make a run at you at some juncture. It's how you're going to respond to that run. You know, what are you going to wind up doing to kind of stop the run? And what are you going to do to go ahead and start finding your shots, start knocking down your shots or start getting the young team and young Hornets in, in trouble and go to the free throw line and start knocking down your free throws. That's one easy way that they can go ahead and either, you know, sustain a lead or keep the game close if they're they're behind, you know. But mm-hmm. they just have to figure out ways to go ahead and win games. You know, that's that's the biggest issue that this team has had. And like you stated, one of the stats that jumps out right away when we started talking about the Spurs uh, during this episode of Locked On Spurs is that stat you stated about the third quarter when they're mm-hmm. behind, when they're trailing from behind in that third quarter, it's all, but you know, spells doom for them. You know, mm-hmm. they, they more than likely will lose that game. So they have to go ahead and concentrate on p- playing four full quarters. But again, we don't know what we're going to get on any given night at home. The Spurs are six and eight, Jeff, that mm-hmm. doesn't bode well for us. Even here at home, you know, you would think, Oh, you're going to get, you know, the hometown calls, you're going to have the crowd in your corner. It doesn't really seem to matter. They, they have to find ways to win. But more importantly, they have to find ways to win here on your home court. You know, mm-hmm. you know, a quick note, though, that we got to make sure we correct this is that it looks like LaMelo Ball will not be playing against the Spurs. He's still in the health and safety protocols. He actually got assigned to uh, the Hornets G League team, which is the yeah. Swarm for conditioning. So that's good for San Antonio. Again, the Spurs catch a break 
uh, no ball, you know, just like the Spurs caught a break against the Blazers with no uh, Damian Lillard. Uh, you, you know, do you see the Spurs taking advantage of now? Now they have a, a bigger advantage not having to deal with LaMelo Ball, Joe. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had already said that earlier in the, the locked yeah. on Spurs. You know, the, LaMelo's out. Mason Plumley's out. Yeah. Uh, Jalen McDaniels is out. Ish Smith is out. I mean, on paper, again, you know, the Spurs have a great chance of winning this game, but it's easier said than done. You just never know what's going to happen with this team. Maybe they just come out flat and they can't knock down any of their shots. And then what's what's going to happen? Coach Paul and Coach Pop is going to go ahead and call uh, Bryn Forbes, <laughs> insert him as the savior into the game to start knocking down <laughs> some shots. You know, so I mean, they just got to start the game solid, you know, and just finish strong. Um, and I think they can do that against the Hornets, but they, they got to play full four quarters. And again, mm-hmm. if you don't, you fall behind on the third. I mean, it's going to be hard for you to kind of catch up, you know, because why they can't hit the free throws, Jeff. Maybe yeah. they need you to go out there and show them how to uh, hit. The you know, I think, I think, I think, uh, you know, any, any little thing will help um, the Spurs free throw woes. Uh, Joe should be a good game tonight. No ball. How do you see this game going down? I I still like the Spurs chances. I think the Spurs yeah, can too. go ahead and win it, but I think it might be closer than most Spurs fans would like to see. I got the Spurs winning this one by no less than eight points. I uh, agree. I think the Spurs uh, should get this W. They're playing at home. There's a little bit of a momentum. Seemingly, they're starting to kind of get more chemistry down. As the uh, as their season uh, continues on, so it looks like the Spurs will be on a win streak, maybe, maybe two game win streak at this point of the season. And the way the Spurs season is going, you take it. Uh, once again, we're talking with Joe Garcia. He's with Two Shots Podcast on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Joe is going to transition to our next segment here, which is some news and notes to catch you up and the listener in what's going on with the Spurs. And Joe, before we dive into the latest rumor. Talk about a you know a, a rumor that's already been out. Uh, your thoughts on NBA contending teams eyeing Bryn Forbes? It's going to happen. I mean, you see what Bryn can do. If you need buckets, you insert him, and he can get you some buckets. Uh, any other team that's contending is going to want a shooter such as Bryn Forbes on their team because they're going to want him there as insurance. What if somebody gets injured? You know, again, what if the offense gets stagnant? You need some somebody to go out there and get you some buckets. I mean, he's also an NBA champion at that. So he knows how to win, (laughs) you know? So, I mean, he's going to be attractive as a veteran on these NBA contending teams. Unfortunately for the Spurs, they're going to have to make a decision. What are you going to want if you go ahead and, in fact, entertain the idea of getting, you know, trading one Bryn Forbes? Are you going to get picks? You're going to get a player that maybe you can use now? I mean, it's really up to the, you know, pop in the front office. But at this juncture, I don't really see him doing much, Jeff, because they also need Brent Forbes on the Spurs team. Because as we saw, when that offense gets really stagnant, Coach Pop will go ahead and insert Brent Forbes. And what does he do? He starts knocking down some buckets for us. And It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. 
Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. And it makes sense why uh, contending teams would want him because yeah. he has that championship experience. He's also on a very uh, you know cat friendly deal, four point five million expiring contract. So um, yeah, can understand. I get it. I get why NBA teams would want him. Has a uh, an ability that's needed in today's modern NBA, the three shot. So yeah, makes sense. In other Spurs uh, rumors. Uh, and by the way, the uh, the previous Forbes rumors via The Athletic. This one is via Bleacher Report. Joe, yesterday it was reported that the Spurs and the Suns, a little bit of interest. Uh, supposedly the Suns are okay with dealing Jalen Smith and the Spurs are being linked to him. And then vice versa, the Suns are being linked to uh, Thad Young in a possible deal. To me, Joe, this makes sense. Hey, Spurs, they'll take Smith. He was a top 10 pick, and and, and if he's just buried in the bench, so be it. You know, we'll, we'll definitely the Spurs will take him off their hands. And, hey, Thad Young has been vocal about wanting more playing time, that it's not an ideal situation for him in San Antonio. Go to Phoenix. It just makes sense to let's make this deal done, Joe. You would think it would make sense. Let's get the deal done. But I, I think I suspect that the Suns are going to want a little bit more than just exchanging players. Maybe that's maybe the holdup if the Spurs are, in fact, even speaking with the Suns about trading uh, Thaddeus Young for for Jalen Smith. Right. I just think that that's not enough for them. They're going to want something else out of the deal. So we'll see what happens. I like the trade. You know, if it does happen, you know, you got Jalen Smith, 6'10", 215, you know, picked uh, in round one as the 10th overall pick. I mean, yep. Who wouldn't want him on the Spurs team? I think Spurs fans would get excited about that. But I do like that young as well. You know, a savvy veteran works hard because I've seen him work out before. But at the end of the day, I guess it's going to be wishful thinking for us, Jeff, because, you know, the Spurs, they don't do any trades. That's not Mm -hmm. the Spurs way. I'm hoping that it will change, Jeff. And here's the thing. Smith is a six foot ten big, uh, you know, young, bouncy big. So. Spurs definitely can use it. And we know that the Spurs uh, lack a size 
uh, once a uh, portal and that's pretty much it. It just drops off. You know, I mean, Jock is just getting his legs under him now. Got to sign all to Austin. Got recalled. You know, Eubanks is Eubanks. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it just makes What's sense. Wrong with it you just, <laughs> I know there's nothing wrong with him. He's just, ah, you know, he's just, he's just not it. He's just not what the Spurs yeah, need at the big yeah. man spot. So that's something to keep an eye on. Again, it's uh, the rumors are going to start turning up as the season progresses. In other Spurs news, get Joe's thoughts on this. Uh, I recently had a chance to talk to Yaka Pertle uh, about Jock Landale. Landale. And it's really to say, though, uh, Pertle told me that he went through what Jock is going through early in his career, you know, not getting playing time. But he he preached patience. Uh, he preached that Jock needs to just be ready. He preached the fact that Jock is also showing that he can be quite the asset for San Antonio. Pertle told me that he he did see what he did in Austin. Joe, do you think it's time that Jock starts seeing more NBA minutes or you think you still need to see him cook a bit before we get to that point? I'll be honest with you. I mean, I I think I need to see him get more NBA minutes, but I think at this juncture, the Spurs just don't have a lot of minutes to go around. So they're going to go ahead and season him a little bit by giving him some playing time over with, you know, the Austin Spurs and the G League. Um, I I know that I would like to see him. I mean, he did uh, play quite well when he was in the EuroLeague, you know, with uh, Team Australia, uh, even in, you know, the Olympics as well. So, I mean, a lot of Spurs fans and even a lot of Spurs fans who live in Australia and, you know, they want to see him play, you know, here at the, at the NBA level, but it, it, the Spurs, obviously the front office are seeing something that, you know, they're, that's telling them the kid still needs a little bit of seasoning. I'm all for just putting him in and see what he can do. I mean, is, could he be better than Drew Eubanks, Jeff? Uh, possibly. I mean, the fact that he can knock down threes consistently seems to be an edge already. He's taller and he's, you know, you know, quicker uh, than Eubanks. I mean, it looks like the Spurs got something there with Jock. It's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time because Proto's going to get eat the bulk of those minutes. Pop is notorious for, you know, just testing young guys first. I mean, look at Primo. You know, he's starting to little by little see NBA minutes. Look at Trey Jones. Now he's starting to see more and more NBA minutes. So it's just going to take time for Jock. And I think once he gets going, I think he's improved to be a great asset for San Antonio. And in, and final in uh, Spurs news, what can you, more can you say about Tim Duncan, Joe? Tim Duncan is teaming up with the SA Food Bank, and he's going to match all donations made to the SA Food Bank this holiday season to feed the San Antonio community. Joe, I mean, he's still handing out assists, isn't he? He is, you know, Tim Duncan is always involved with the community here. Uh, even when he was playing with the Spurs, even now, you know, that he's retired, he still gets involved with the community. So just a testament of the character that is, you know, Tim Duncan and how instrumental his, he is still to the San Antonio, uh, mm-hmm. you know, community. So good on him, you know, cause if he gets out there and he starts volunteering, he starts helping out. Maybe other people will want to, you know, kind of get involved, especially this time of year, you know, where it's, you know, the end of the year, we're getting up close to Christmas. Everybody yeah, deserves yeah. not to go hungry, especially at this time of year, especially the kids, you know. So go out there and if you can, make sure you donate to the San Antonio Food Bank. They do great things. 
As Joe said, make sure to do your part and team up with Tim Duncan. You can check all that out over at kens5.com slash Spurs right now, including uh, other articles and interviews that I've done uh, with the Austin Spurs players, including Josh Primo, uh, even to a Detroit Pistons coach. Yes, go check it out at kens5.com slash Spurs. Joe, are you ready for Spider-Man No Way Home? It's no. right around the corner. I'm trying to avoid social media because I already know yeah, how important it is. I mean, they're they already probably got people with the camera phones putting the end credit scene. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid Twitters. You know, I don't want to be on the Twitter and and accidentally come across a spoiler. So I'm trying to lay low, but I'm very excited about watching the film on Friday and then that Sunday, which is the 19th. We're going to be watching it together. Uh, at the theater as well. So I'm sure you're going to watch it once more before then, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually seeing it uh, before the San Antonio premiere. Um, so uh, yeah, fortunate enough to get to check it out super early. So as I actually think was today. Yeah, I'm going to see it tomorrow. Oh, my God, I'm seeing it tomorrow. So uh, I will not tr- spoil it for you, Joe. I will try not to spoil it. How's that? Yeah, don't. But don't, you better see it fast because I'm going to want to talk about it. Well, by Friday, I'll, I would have seen it. So we can talk about it that Friday evening or on that Saturday. No spoilers, Joe. Come on, Joe. Don't do not do that to San Antonio. Oh, no, I, I would never do that. I would just say, hey, it was, you know, if I liked it, I'd just say it's a great movie. Go watch it. That's about it. I'm not going to spoil it or kind of record the end credit scene with my phone and post it up for everybody to see. That's imagine that's, that. That's horrible, man. I know. No spoilers, people. All right. We're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the latest Spurs rumors from Brent Forbes to the Spurs and Sons and Thad Young and Jalen Smith? Uh, you liking these rumors? Do you want to see the Spurs take some action uh, as far as tinkering with the roster as the season moves on? And what do you think about tonight's Spurs Hornets game? No middle ball. You feel confident the Spurs can get that W. Joe, talk to them. How can they talk with you on Twitter? They can talk with me on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out TWO, Two Shots Podcast. And also, you can go ahead and check out our latest episode of Two Shots Podcast that just dropped yesterday. We're available on every major podcasting platform, and you can go ahead and check us out on Spotify and on also the uh, the Apple the Apple Podcast and iHeartRadio. So make sure you check out our latest episode, and if you like us, subscribe. You know, leave us a leave us a, a review. Give us a five star review. You know, we we appreciate any and all uh, feedback, and all, you know, of course, we appreciate the support of the fans. So, go ahead and give our latest podcast a listen. Do that for Joe, and make sure to follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever we get your favorite podcast: iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart. Pick a platform. We are there, and we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Now, look, the Spurs play the Hornets, so go check out Lockdown Hornets. See what's going on on their neck of the woods ahead of the game. So, for Joe, no spoilers, Garcia. I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. 